Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Mahalo. Do you know how it feels to be so emotional? Because I feel emotional. Are your eyes sparkling in the dark? Because I'm not sure if mine are today, but on the show, they were sparkling. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Guys, welcome back to Station 19. I'm one of your hosts, Linda Antwi. And to my left is the beautiful Sahai. Hello. Hi, Sahai. How are you holding up? You know, I, I feel emotional. I feel a little crazy. So do and I. And this episode had me crying. So, yeah. Let's just say rest in peace, Nipsey. Yes. Start with the angels. And, uh, yeah, you guys, just hug the ones you love. Yeah, Keep them while, close. While they're here. Yeah. Yeah. And we are missing Joshua yes, today. He. He's out, but mm-hmm. guys, he will be back next week. Yep. So, uh, hey, Josh. <laughs> Overall thoughts of tonight's episode? It was an emotional day, and this was an emotional episode. We had, a, you know, a missing child. We yeah. had the loss of a parent. So it kind of mimicked what was going on today with um, those of us who watched the funeral or just here in L.A. who got to see it up hand. So, um it was it was right on time, and uh, it still kept all the juiciness going that we expect from Station 19. So it was good to to see our fam again. Yeah, I uh, was sucked all the way in, and just all in my feelings. I think that uh, the focus on family and friends and relationships uh, was really really important, and like you said, perfect timing today. Yeah. So I, I loved it. I mean, it was it was perfect, perfect episode for this type of day. Agreed. Yeah. Guys, we have fun fire facts coming up next, and we're going to play a little guess who, guess who. So stay tuned for that. Uh, let's just jump right in. So Pruitt. Pruitt's back. He's he's feeling very islandy. He's feeling very giving. He's giving out gifts left, right, and center. <laughs> Uh, what did you think of his vibe when he when he was in the station and how it opened to that? You know, Pruitt was sharing the love, sharing his lace, sharing his chocolates with everyone. He was a changed man, and you it's, it attests to the power of a good woman and just having some love in your life. And everyone was like inspired by that and surprised to see this person that they know as a stoic individual who's focused on work having talked about going into a, a, a dormant volcano. It's amazing what love can do. When you find a person that you vibe with and start to love, they can change your whole being. You can become a whole different person. I've seen a lot of grumpy pants that uh, have changed. I'm like, (laughs) who are you? Oh, I see what's Mm -hmm. going on here. Mm -hmm. You're in love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm, and I'm happy for him. I think that uh, this is like a great thing for him because as we've known from previous episodes, even Andy says she hasn't seen her dad with anyone since 
her mom passed. Right. So I'm glad he's found somebody. Isn't it amazing how you can go for so many years without having companionship? And because of work keeping you busy, you don't even realize it until you finally find find someone. Yeah, it is. It's cr- and it's crazy how time flies. Yeah. You know, like if it could be anything, you could be healing from one thing and then you look back, it's like a year later. Or like you said, you're busy with work and you're on the grind and you're trying to climb the ladder. And uh, all of a sudden it's, what, like, I don't know, 10 years later. Right. Like, you just... But people do it all the time. I, I think, know. And I think moms do it a lot. I think single moms do it all the Very time. They so. focus on their children and, and making sure they're provided for. Agreed. So, yeah. Take time to find love. And not the lame love, like... You know what I'm talking about. Not the hookup love. Like, real love. The real... Like, like Nipsey and Lauren. Like Nipsey and Lauren love. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's move on to Tucker and Ben. Okay, Tuck is huge. Super tall. Super tall. Loved seeing him. He's growing up into such a nice young man. Yeah. Um, and the fact, I, I, it really warmed my heart to see him at the station with Ben, because I was like, okay, Ben is making a conscious effort to involve Tuck in his life more. Um, Tuck was like, okay, I'm done, I'm out. You're not going to include me in some of these conversations. And you know what that's like, where the grown folks talk around you as if you're not there and try to, you know, hold your ears or cover your eyes. So, But Tuck is grown now. If he's, if he's ready for the sexy time talk like we saw last week, he can hear all yeah, the things. And also with that, I think he was feeling neglected. I think that, uh, like he said, with Ben changing all these different jobs, and when you change jobs, you have to train more and have less time. He really wanted to spend time with his dad. Yeah. And so it wasn't just, I think, in my opinion, it wasn't just about the adult talk. It was like, hey, you're excluding me and you're neglecting me and it's always something and you're not taking calls from me nor mom and I'm feeling neglected. So yeah. I'm just going to go because you're not there for me anyway. So like, that's the vibe that I got from him. And I'm glad that throughout the episode and towards the end of the episode, they were able to make it work and... Ben tell him, like, listen, just meet me halfway, and yeah. I'm making these changes without really saying why, because yeah. he didn't want to freak Tucker out, but I'm making these changes for us, for you, for our family, and I do want to spend time with you, and let's go hunting, which I thought was, Ben, you're a hunter. Like, are you <laughs> it really? It was hunting with air quotes, because it was camping in the background. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you do not, I, I mean, you could be. I guess. Yeah, I mean, Ben is a man of many talents. We've seen him change jobs, right. so I'm sure he knows a little it's hunting Gemini. as well. Like us. <laughs> Team Gemini. Um, but what I thought was interesting with Tuck is that they need to realize he is growing into an adult now, and they should treat him as such and speak to him. And just like we saw with the other parent-child situation, you have to at some point speak to your children like an adult and and reveal things to them and understand that they're no longer kids and you're going to have to open up to them. Yeah, but he's still like a like young teen, so... It's a tough world out here. you got to just, just say it. True, but I, I'm a firm believer in open communication. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what they, they should always have with your children. But exactly. there are some things that I think that you know, all in time. If you're going to be exposed to it, then have a conversation about it. If it's not there yet, and you know your child, right. so you know where they are, and you know what they're up to. Regardless if they tell you or not, you know your child. So I just think that, you know, everything in its perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Speaking of perfect timing, let's talk about this perfect network. Yes. So we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we actually need your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. We had tons of commenters last week, and we love you. Be a part of the after, being part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate your support in doing and helping us do what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yes. One last thing about Tucker mm-hmm. and Ben, because you know he calls Ben dad now, and dad's not. Ben's not his biological dad. And biological dad is like, you know, way out of the picture. But I wonder if that could be something that we explore in a crossover event. Okay. Because if he's keeping, if he's going to continue to spend time at the firehouse, I mean, who knows? I could do anything. There could be a fire at Miranda's house and the dad, like anything. But I'm interested because he full on calls him dad, which he is because he's raised him since a baby. But. Dude, where's the no-show dad, bio dad? Where are you at? Well, Ben also calls him my son, so it speaks to that dynamic. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is my stepfather, this oh, is no. my stepson, this is my dad, this is my son. So that really shows you how close that they, they are. They are. He, mm-hmm. he raised him. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't even remember what the dad's name was. I don't Nate? remember his name, but I remember what he looks like. Guys, if you, me too, because I like the actor. He's yeah. on Black Lightning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Click with the faces. <laughs> um, if, guys, if you know, please hit us up in the comments or in the live chat. I would love to, like, remember. Let's talk about Dean and Dean and this dating quest with his mom yes. and how terrible it's going and how he's having a bad time. And I thought it was funny how he said it was like waterboarding with small talk and, <laughs> and twinkly lights. <laughs> Dean, you know, I was a, I, I had high hopes. I was hoping that by this time we would actually be meeting someone from all these dates he's going on, but not yet because I haven't been on one with him. Wink, wink. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it out thank there. Thank you. Thank you. She's throwing it out there. <laughs> Just joking. But no, seriously, um, Dean is is still going on these dates and still not having fun. I was hoping he'd at least be enjoying them or at least just getting more. Did gr- you really think that? I just want him to enjoy this experience, like get something good out of it. It, feel, it still feels like a chore. It feels like he's being forced by his mom, which he is. But I was hoping to see by this week a little light at the end of the tunnel. And Yeah, uh, it's not, it's not, not happening, happening because the mom is choosing. Saying women that are clearly not his type and are exactly like her or the things that she looks for. And those aren't the things that Dean looks for. So they're not going to go well. And he's going to feel like he's being waterboarded because it's the same small talk. I'm going to be a firefighter. You want me to be Mr. Corporate America. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, risk my life for others. And you're going to think that's too dangerous. And Go back and forth. It's going to be the same cookie cutters, just, you know, in a different shell. So right. until he goes on a date, or like Maya said, Maya can be his <laughs> hashtag phobay. Yes. Uh, she said she cooks, she cleans, she speaks a little Nepalese. Uh, she's she's an Olympian. Olympian. She has no cavities. <laughs> so I think she, they should totally do that. That would be hilarious to watch. Oh my gosh. Jack is not going to have that. Um, He's not going to have it. And it was funny how he was reacting every time she mentioned it. She mentioned it uh, in the firehouse, in the fire truck, and then later at Dean's place. And his face was like, 
wait, what? <laughs> what are you offering? But it was like she was, you know, trying to pitch herself to, to Jack, like, hey, I'm here. I'm amazing. This is why you should l- like me even more. But that's exactly, and it worked. Because yeah. at the end, he said how amazing she was, Ugh. and the twinkle and the sparkle in her eyes, and she's loving and caring and relentless. Yes, the sparkle. It was Thanks, beautiful. Steve. Um, so, you know, I think that those two are really building up a relationship. Yeah, I think uh, she knows Jack likes games a little bit, so she's it's like they're playing a game with yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, they're still, she's competitive by nature like he said, so that they're competing to see who's going to cave first. And yeah. I, but Jack, he already said, like, I, I'm ready to like go full speed ahead with this. And he actually wanted to even announce it. Exactly. And so. She was not there yet, because she's worried it. about Andy. And why isn't she more worried about Andy? Like, I would think, for me, if I was dating a guy that my best friend had dated, it would be at the forefront of my mind. And not mind just dated, the they were, he proposed to her. Right, ex-fiance. So this is breaking, like, girl code a lot, but Maya's not really uh, concerned as much as I would think she should be about this. And you know, I know that she doesn't know this, but maybe she should hold off a little longer because as Andy starts falling for Sullivan, she's not going to care. True. So you're like, just wait it out. Just wait it out, And she won't even be bothered. Just don't get outed. If you get outed and you didn't tell your bestie, it's a wrap. Just don't tell Travis because Travis tells everything. Travis has a big fat mouth. Let's talk about Ripley and Sullivan. I liked seeing um, them interact. And even though it was under like a guise of we need to go through these guidelines and benefits and there's some thing out, um, he also did say thank you. You know, and, and Sullivan was like, is this a social visit? I know. Why is he still so, like, cold toward Ripley? It's going to take some time. He blames him for his, his wife's death. death. Yeah, I guess so. I just, I don't know. I just, I think they, I want to see, I like their friendship. I do, too. And so that's why I'm just ready to see them be friends. Be friends. But yeah. you're right. If if you kind of low-key or high-key blame someone for killing your your soulmate, it is going to take a while to get over that. Yeah. But uh, he getting over it real quick with Andy. It's not really quick. It's like a slow burn. And like you said in the past, they went through a traumatic situation together that has bonded them. And they even alluded to that uh, today. Well, not alluded. They said it. Mm -hmm. They're like, since then, we're friends, right? And... Sullivan made it clear that it's more than very clear. I, I, I was like, "Ooh, is it hot in this like, room?" Oh, y'all are having dinner, and he's he's flirting with you. Ooh, he's right. Uh, Pruitt comes to save the day, and again, you know, at the station, finding something to do. And you know what I thought was interesting about him? How he wanted the reference from Ripley, but didn't say what the job was. Right. So, And Ripley only referenced that it was, like, beneath him. But right. he was saying, oh, it's going to help. It's going to be nice to be, like... The big fish. In a small pond. So, do, I was thinking, what kind of job do you think he's going to get? I thought it was, like, a grocery store. I don't... But big fish? I mean, I was I don't thinking know. big fish, like, what... What would it, I was thought like okay he's repairing something so maybe like something in the hardware carpenter mm, like fixing cars or something I don't know but I was like or maybe well, working with kids what's the job <laughs> that you're doing that you but you need a reference plus but you don't want it to be as stressful as being a firefighter so I feel like especially now he's got a girlfriend he wants more time with her know, he's not going to stress himself out with work again I don't know guys what do you think the job is let us know <laughs> uh, let's talk about Vic and Ripley. Mm-hmm. So, these two are fire. And, you know, last week in the shout-outs and the comments I've seen that a lot of you guys think that 
it's a little one-sided that I'm so for these two. And mm-hmm. I know you're for them a little bit. I am. A sometimes I, I see them and I'm like, he, sometimes he looks so much older than her. And it looks like she's his, like, child in some scenes. And it makes me oh, slightly uncomfortable. But then he takes off his shirt and I'm like, okay, it's all better now. Okay, I don't see that at all. <laughs> I see the spark and the fire and the romance. And I see him falling in love with her. Like, this episode, I, I saw it in his face yeah. and the way... They kissed and after the lights went off and she walked away and he was just that look that guys get when they're like, oh, that's that's the one right there. Mm. That's what he was uh, displaying, at least to me. And so they're kind of battling with the secrecy right. and they want to go on a trip together, but then they really can't. And how are they going to get through that and the whole imagination part of it all? Um, I thought it was super sexy. I thought it was all... Fabulous, and yes, I am Team Vic <laughs> and Team Ripley. What guys? What? what? <laughs> All right. Well, what was interesting to me was when she came home and he was already there. I was like, "Oh, he's got a key!" Like this. Oh yeah, they're re- all in. Yeah, this relationship is really a full fledged relationship, and I wonder if they're going to be disappointed once they do reveal it to everyone that the secret's out and they don't have to sneak around. Because sometimes people yeah. find that part exciting. That part is exciting, uh, but. I, they have that spark, though, still, too. Yeah, there's a sweetness to their relationship yeah. that I like, and that's what I saw when he was telling her, let's go on vacation. Yeah. I really thought he was going to propose right there in the bed, and I was kind of hoping for Listen, it. Listen, if you guys saw the preview next week, could happen. True. Could happen. <laughs> uh, Andy and the cadet Kathleen. Mm-hmm. So Kathleen shows up at the station. Her best friend quit. She's feeling a little... Um, unsure of her career profession and you know she's working in a predominantly male dominated field and so I think she just needed a little encouragement so she came to her new mentor kind of guide her right so and she wanted to see Andy and explain that and asked for advice on how she was going to get through it and all of that stuff. And Andy recognized it right away because Andy and Maya were the only women in their group going through the academy. So she knew how important it was to have somebody that was, you know, on your side, on your team that encouraged you. What do you think? I think, um, I still think Andy could possibly be her sister, but in this role currently she's her, like her big sister, you know, like, just sister in real life? I think so. Remember I said it? I mean, I feel like there's a reason she keeps coming around, but I was happy to see Kathleen back. So to see Andy support her this way, I thought that was really good, just like a big sister would. I'm, I'm setting it up here because I feel like it's going to happen. So Kathleen, you know, when you have somebody at work that's your homie and helps you get through the difficult times, to lose that person is hard. And that's what she was experiencing. And it was nice to see her go to another uh, female firefighter for that insight into what the job is really like and to have you know, Andy guide her through this call. I thought that was a really cool way to, to like, just say, hey, just th- get in there, see what this is really like. If this is what you want to do, you'll know after this call. Sister, I yes. don't know. I was stuck there. I was thinking of all the Think ways it could it. be. Think and, you know, well, maybe we'll revisit that on predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the incident. So the incident originally was Penelope Hayes, six-year-old girl missing her brother can't find her, 
And then I thought, wow, there's a lot going on in this building. So from there, we also meet Graham, who has been eating ice cream for hours since the power went out, (laughs) but also cooking. And I guess he left the gas on, so now there's a gas leak throughout the building. Then we had the rando, who was either smoking weed or a cigarette that was about to light the thing. Uh, his cigarette or his weed and sparked the whole fire that was about to start. And then there was Elliot, who was kind of like also the main reason why they were there, who had stage four cancer and was terminal. And then his, his daughter, Myla, was there as well. And she's the one that called out and said, help me, help me. It's not his day. It's not his time. And I just thought that that whole scenario was it was very endearing and it was very uh, it touched my heart yeah and it touched my heart uh, for a lot of reasons and I put myself in that situation because you know my dad passed last year and I am still kind of going through the process and mm-hmm. I thought would I be able to sign a DNR and I could relate to her because like there's no right time. Yeah. And to to have you here and, and not have you here in a span of 10 minutes, an hour, three hours, whatever it is, it's never going to be the right time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard. You know, we have been seeing a, a, a lot about death in the news with Nipsey Hussle's death recently. And so it's made me think about what I would do in those situations and, and being in control of of how you go, you know, in a lot of situations, sometimes you're not. But this gentleman, and uh, he was able to say, "Hey, this is what I want right now." And he was being honest with his his daughter, and she was a grown woman, and he was still afraid to say the truth to her. Well, yeah, because that's your child. Yeah, it- but that's like I think it's because that's the way I was raised. Like my mom, I was raised by a single parent. And my mom like told me early on, like. She, because it was kind of like we were growing up together because she was young, so she was like, "Hey, I'm, I can't hide this from you. You're gonna, you're gonna know eventually. But you might as well learn from me." And so that's kind of my perspective on things. Like, yes, you keep a child a child, but hello, she was a grown woman, and yet it, I just found it interesting. He was still afraid to to say what he wanted because he was considering her feelings, which was sweet, but he was suffering at the same time. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I also think too that parents will always try to protect their children. And like I said earlier in this episode, you know your child, so you know what they can handle and what they couldn't can't handle. And he, I think, was building her up to actually being gone. And knowing that she couldn't handle uh, uh, DNR and knowing that making a game about death is not really a game, and he knows that she knows that, but they're both playing it because he knows that she can't handle it and... And I think that parents, they often tend to always, you're going to always protect your child. Your child's your child, whether she's six years old or whether she's 36 years old. She will always, or he, he or she will always be your child. And I think that that's what he was doing. But what Ben did was Ben was like the mediator. He was like, okay, there's a point where you just have to talk and you have to talk to your child person to person, feeling to feeling. Mm-hmm. And if this is what you really want, then you have to let her know that this is what you really want. Yeah. And I think that that's finally when he was able to step out of being dad mm-hmm. and 
uh, step into just being Elliot the astronomer, and I, I don't want to be in pain anymore, and I don't want to be tired anymore, and I want to get rest and be peaceful. And, and that was a moment for Ben. He was like, hey, I was just shielding Tuck earlier today, and obviously he didn't like it. I'm going to have to change what I'm doing because I see how the long-term effects can affect the child. And Mila was actually stronger than her dad thought. You know, I think sometimes parents shield the, the child and really you need to have those hard lessons in order to grow and be strong with or without them. So it was a, a really beautiful storyline. Yeah, it was, a, it was really beautiful. And it, it kind of laid out the foundation for a lot of things. So mm-hmm. for Ben and Tucker... Um, but it also, I think, showed Travis a few things just about rules and boundaries. And this is what we do, he says, and this is how our things are. And sometimes things aren't that black and white. Sometimes you have to think of what the situation is and deal with it appropriately. And I think that that was really kind of great, too. I think for Travis, it was a trigger because here it is, his husband died. And he I, I don't think he had as control of that situation as maybe he would have liked to. So seeing Ben talk to this man and try to encourage him to pass after Travis is here su- still suffering and getting over the loss of his his husband, it was hard for him to even hear that. Yeah. And then uh, we're still looking for the little girl. So Penny's missing and lo and behold, the two firefighters in Seattle are <laughs> at this call. So we see Ryan and Jenna, and there's a little bit of budding heads with the firefighters because, of course, it's Andy and Jack. And I thought it was really funny that the new cadet was like, well, you know, in training, it could be one cop and one firefighter. So why don't we do that? She was so cute. She was like, hey, I learned this new thing. Yeah. Let me tell you guys. Right. So Ryan and Jack pair up and Andy and Jenna pair up. And Ryan is worried that it's just going to be a hot mess. The ex and the new girl are, are together. And he dumped one for the other and turns out they really like each other and perhaps they're going to go for drinks in the future. Why do you think they liked each other? I think they liked each other because of the same personality. I agree. I agree. And that's why Ryan is getting along. When we ta- I talked about this mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago where that strong t- independent type, something yeah. about that type Ryan likes. And we talked about this. Guys that are in high pressure jobs tend to have partners that are very like straightforward and type A straightforward personalities. But when you think about all the women in Station 19 even uh the real estate Pruitt's new girlfriend. She, Same thing. She, all the women of Station Nineteen are very strong, and 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 they're not going to let anyone tell them what to do. They're gonna. They have their own minds, and I love that about them. In relationships, it often doesn't. See, sometimes it doesn't work because they're messy. Yeah, <laughs> just say it. So yeah, I, they, can, they, they are messy. They're messy and, and stubborn at times, but that's because they're so used to doing things their own way, which is which is good. Yeah. Um. The incident, I liked. I liked how it was multi-layered and there were a lot of things going on. And we were able to save the day and the little girl made it. And the astronomer really affected all of the firefighters um, individually. Because, you know, when they were aligned with the stars and you see later on even Jack has his little app with being able to point out what stars are there. I thought that was great. Uh, Let's move on to Ripley and Pruitt. So... 
we see Ripley and Pruitt, and Pruitt's like fixing something because he has the book in his mind that yes. they needed, which I thought was really funny. Uh, and then he asked for this recommendation for this mystery job that he has, which I think, I, I still believe he's coming back to the station in some capacity. Mm, I really do think that, because what job could he possibly have? Right. Tell me, what job could he possibly have? I mean, a teacher of some sort. Oh, maybe. Yeah, doing some kind of training. Maybe he's like in a supervisory role. Maybe he's coming for Pruitt's job. Oh, for real, for real. Maybe. But he wouldn't need the recommendation. Maybe not. We'll see. We will see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, Maya and Andy, I did love... So Maya... uh, you can tell she's still really struggling. And this is actually, if you think about it, the first time that we really see them interacting as besties yes. in a long time. It's been a minute. But uh, Andy realizes, hey, you know what? My best friend is important. Almost like an afterthought when helping uh, the new recruit. So she was like, oh, you know what? I should probably tell you I really, really appreciate you. And I love you. And I'm glad you, you're here. And I'm glad I have you. Yeah. And... That was her growth. Because, you know, I know I'm always saying that Andy's <laughs> self-absorbed and selfish and, and all of that. Growing, yeah. And that she hasn't been growing. But I think that this new recruit is helping her see things a little bit differently. Because she's having to teach. And it's not about her. It's about the other girl. So it's forcing her out of herself. Yeah. Which I think is fantastic. But it might be too late. Because Andy, did you see how she responded? She was kind of like, that's kind of, that's great. That's because... But she's looking over at Jack like, oh, this secret is going to just not be good for yeah, us. Yeah, like I said, she hasn't, Maya has not been focused on how this is going to affect Andy very much. She's been focusing on impressing Jack. So in this moment when Andy comes up to her and says, you are my bestie and has that kind of girl, girl loving friendship moment, it, it, it shook her a little bit, which, you know, she needed because it's, it is kind of foul. Yeah. So we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so... I just want to shout out really quickly, Scandalously Addicted is asking, I wonder if Travis had to sign an NDR for his husband oh, or right. DNR. And that might be it. That might have been the trigger and why he was so forcefully against it. Yeah. Uh, good question. Good question. I want to definitely shout out uh, to Chloe as well, because uh, Chloe, you stay up really late from across the pond and we sure do appreciate you yes i want to give a quick shout out to everyone that commented last week while we're doing that carla walton arw426 crystal sims brooke davis precious c and gemini 3 all up in there again we love you yes girl yes spark app cider and Sarah Mack, Shannon Reading, Stephanie M. Thank you guys so much for commenting on last week's episode. Oh, that was so great. Yes. Keep them coming, guys. We love seeing and reading and interacting with you guys. Uh, so let's talk about Andy and Sullivan. Mm-hmm. So Andy and Sullivan. Andy comes storming into the office, kind of wants to talk, doesn't want to talk, but ends up like saying, hey, we're friends, and, you know, I know I pushed you, and again, I thought that was a growth moment for her to realize, hey, you know what, I can't just run amok like I used to, I, there are <laughs> boundaries and you're my boss, so I apologize, and he kind of was like, well, I, I said it was okay, so it was okay, and they end up having dinner together, 
because pistachios are not dinner. And then uh, he said, uh, what did he say? Could not be, oh, couldn't I be your bright spot too? Mm -hmm. That's how you got me. Couldn't that be a bright spot too? I was like, see... There, he's not even playing. He's a, asking you a direct question, Andy, and it's about to be on. And she says, eat your food and avoids the question. Avoids the question because she's an avoider. I mean, she's <laughs> growing, but she's not there yet. Yeah, it was cute when she was, like, about to leave the station and she sta- she was like, oh, let me just go back in and, and apologize to him. And then they have that cute moment where it's like, it was my fault. No, it was my fault. That I was like, oh, these two. Mm-mm. Oh, the, yeah. The heat is rising. It's rising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was that, and then we end up at Dean's. By the way, I love that houseboat so much. I it's could, cool. I could just really hang out there, too. I want to see, I would love to, like, if we could get a set visit, yeah. putting that out there, I'd love to see the yeah, houseboat. Yeah, that would be really, really great. Um, and we really already talked about them, but I just love the dynamic. The Dean, the Travis, the Maya, the Jack. I just love it. I love that they're a family outside of the firehouse. And I know, especially last week in the comments, a lot of people are like, well, they need friends outside of work. They really do. Uh, Sometimes your family is your family, and your work family becomes your extended family. And I think that that's okay. I was a little, towards the end, I was like, what if Dean really took Maya up on her offer to be the faux bay? Because when she, you know, she introduced him to Stout, and he was like, no, I don't like it. And then later on, he was like, I like it. I was like, oh, no. What if this really happens? And then Jack's all mad. And I mean, let's make thing. it messier. Because, okay, so let's, let's just go on that. Right. So we have Jack and Maya yeah. who are in a secret relationship. And Jack is Andy's ex-fiance. Yep. And Maya is the best friend. And Jack is Dean's best friend. And roommate. And, so, and roommate. So then Dean and... Uh, Maya, who you would think would just totally be plutonic, and she becomes the phobe, mm-hmm. but then he has real feelings for her, mm-hmm. doesn't realize that Jack and her are a thing. It could be a four-way explosion! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, Precious C, hi. Oh, my God. We have a lot of UK viewers. Wow. Shout out to you. Yeah, she stayed up uh, and is watching all the way from the UK. Thank you. Shout out. Uh, let's move on to some news and gossip. Yeah. After Buzz TV news. You know what I love about Station 19? There's always a lot of news and gossip, like every single week. So uh, the first photo I have of Vic, and apparently she was a trooper because in the next few episodes, I guess it's going to rain, 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 rain. And she did hours upon hours just being wet and she did it with a smile. And so everyone's kind of shutting her out. And I like the park. It's cute. She's adorable. Yeah, she really is. Uh, Then, because I love dogs and I think I'm going through something because I keep seeing, I think I want a Frenchie. Oh. And so anyway, and look, there's a Frenchie right there. Adorable. So, yeah, we see OMG Station 19 and we see Janae with two adorable puppies. I want a puppy. They're cute. Yep. And then next we say, hey, we see, hey, at Gray's ABC, look who's stopping by. And if you see in the comments on Instagram, it says, hey, we know him. And it's Tucker. (laughs) And I love how this is like a family thing because I I am a diehard Grey's Anatomy fan as well, and so having the characters interchange like yeah. this it's fantastic to me. Uh, next up, we have a sexy photo 
of Janae, and uh, she's just a beautiful lady, and she seems like she's like comfortable in her own skin. And I love Latina, and you know, seeing the diversity, all of it, it makes me happy. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Vic and Maya, and I think this is a writer. And it says, we're going to miss you at Station 19, but I know you're going to kill it at Ballers HBO, which is another show I really love. Me too. Um, So I think one of the writers is leaving for another show. And I just thought, again, that whole family vibe that they have, even off set, and we talked about with the PA and all of that, it seems like this is a really cool place to work. Um, Next we have Dee, and she is... Looking fierce. She's in the Mojave Desert and she is thinking about where she should travel. And I just thought this was a, a beautiful, beautiful shot of her. And I know that tonight was they were wrapping for the season, so they all have some time off. So she's looking for suggestions. So if you have an idea of where she should travel, definitely hit her up in our comments. And it's nice to see them outside of their firefighting clothes. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, we film in Seattle, so. Uh, I love this Mariners photo, and you know this is a def- you know how you have Instagram worthy f- pictures. They yeah. just look fantastic. This is one of those, like the chair and the color and mm-hmm. the uniform. I was like, oh, that's- and her thigh muscles. Okay, get it, get it. And um, then, fun fact: she used to be a child model. And she modeled for Barbie. So she did a flashback Friday and said Barbie girl. And I only took one of the photos, but she has like three or four of them. And it's all her with Barbies. And, you know, I'm a Barbie girl myself. (laughs) And so this was like super exciting for me. I was like, oh, my goodness. She's adorable. And she said, I was paid in Barbies. (laughs) Awesome. And then next up we have uh, Ben and Tucker. And it says... uh, Hanging with Pops at Jason uh, Winston George at Station 19 for a few. And he has fingers crossed 100. Catch it tonight. Uh, he's Look at He's, he's tall so as, tall. Yeah, he's a tall as Ben. That's crazy. Right? And he's going to be continue to grow. Right, because he's young. And it must be cool for him to like kind of switch things up and go for, from Grace to Station 19 right. and see how things work over there. That's, right. That's awesome. And then uh, Janae posted, this one's for all my girlfriends, and it's cutie patootie. Mm-hmm. And what I want to say about this, well, actually, I'll save it. Well, I won't save it. I'll say this. There's a crossover episode coming between Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy, and he is going to be the one that is directing. Cool. Yeah. And then... Just because it was girl power, I was like, admire someone else's beauty without questioning your own. Hashtag girl tribe. And it's Janae with her friends getting ready, I'm assuming, for a night out on the town. That looks like a fun tribe. I'd be down. Right? Okay, next photo. Guess who this baby is? This cute baby in the little pink outfit with the, like, (laughs) drop-down earrings, the yellow vest. Who do you think that is? I think it's Jaina. It is Jaina. Yeah, I think she... But the earrings are for, like, a grown person. A grown woman. (laughs) I was like, are those drop-down earrings? Oh, like, how old are you when you got your ears pierced? And a gold chain. Don't forget, Uh, like, if you... You you know what, (laughs) though? Every baby had that little gold chain back in the day. Adorable. Adorable. 
Uh, and then we have um, Vic, and it says, This journal lives on Vic's bedside table thanks to our incredible set decorators. And the book is I'm Kind of Awesome. And if you remember from last week, she was like, I'm awesome. Oh. So I thought that that was really cute. Then we have, because we had Girl Gang, I don't want the boys to think that we we missed them out. We have Boy Gang with another cute, adorable dog. Adorable. And it just says Boy Gang, and it has all the boys. Oh, and isn't that a, is that a Jack Russell Terrier? It is a Jack Russell. Being held by the character Jack. Jack. I yeah. love it. I love it. Love it. Uh, and then our last photo is, because I already said it, but it's really important, uh, Shondaland is crossing over May 2nd is the date even though on station 19 they said that they would have to get back to you for when the uh, announcement was okay found out that it's May 2nd it's going to be a two-hour event the title on the gray side is going to be what I did for love and the episode finds Maggie tending to someone from Station 19, though we don't know which firefighter will end up at Gray's. And then meanwhile, Joe will learn a hard lesson, and Meredith makes a call that jeopardizes her career. And then the night will continue in hour two uh, with Station 19's episode called Always Ready. And as the firefighters remain on high alert, following, listen to this, a deadly blaze at a coffee shop that landed one of their own in the hospital with a member of the crew looking at an uncertain future due to life-threatening injuries. They'll all need to, to dig deep in order to continue fighting the good fight. Whoa. I have a prediction about this whole thing. Well, I'll save it. So, uh, let's do some... I'll do just two fire facts uh, because uh, I want to get to predictions. Yeah. So, first one I wanted to do is about lightning. So, lightning strikes the earth over 100,000 times a day. Wow. And 10 to 20% of those lightning, lightning strikes can cause a fire. So, it's not a high percentage, but did you know that? Like 100,000 times a day, every single day. I did didn't not. know that. Uh, what state do you think has the most wildfires? Arizona. It's us here in California. Mm. California is the state most associated with wildfires. In fact, eight of the ten most costly wildfires in the U.S. have occurred here. Um, that being said, Texas has been known to have twice the amount of firefire, wildfires as California in any given year. So... We have had the most extensive fires, and Texas is right behind us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll, I have so many fire facts, you guys. Look, I'm addicted right now. <laughs> I'll save the rest for next week. Cool. Let's move on to some predictions. So. And now, your After Buzz TV um, quickly about this crossover. I think it's going to be Dean on a coffee date with someone, and then Maggie's going to have to tend to him. Because remember, he liked her. Maybe that's going to be a thing. Just mm. a prediction right there. Um, I hope to see uh, Maya finally tell Andy about her relationship with Jack. And I want Andy and Sullivan to kiss next week. We're waiting for it. It needs to happen. Uh, I think they're going to kiss. I don't think it's going to be next week. Okay. I think that... Uh, I think Vic... And Ripley are going to be outed before they make the decision to get married. And as we saw in the preview, he that's what he wants to do, and it's going to freak her out. But I think they're actually going to get engaged, okay. and everyone's going to be shocked by it. But they're going to be super happy and in that love bliss. Not that it's going to all the way happen, because we know how TV is. But I think they're going to get to at least the engagement part. I think that 
as well as them being outed, I don't think that Maya is going to tell Andy in time. I think that Travis is still has that opportunity to make the situation messy, and I think he is going to. And we're all set up for this. It's it's set up as a bad situation because she should have told Andy immediately, even before it became something. True. So that she had time to sit with it. And she didn't. So, and I also think uh, we're going to find out about Pruitt's job. And it's going to be a job that none of us thought he would ever take. And it's not going to make him the big fish. It's going to make him look crazy ridiculous. <laughs> That's my prediction. <laughs> Guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And, you know, it just, it, as the show went on, my spirits lifted. And that is with Shondalan. You can continue our conversation. Hit me up all across social media at Linda is So Girly. And you can find me at Say Hi Sahai. Thanks, you guys, for watching. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. See you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.